This week on Erotic Awakening Enclave, Sex Toys in a Box, and Personal Growth. BDSM and non-standard relationships. Power exchange and polyamory. Sacred sexuality and fetishes. As well as simply fun kink. You'll find shows on these topics and more at eroticawakeningpodcastnetwork.com. You can now purchase books by Dan and Dawn as well as Kinkstarter cards online. Head over to eroticawakening.com and click on the link to buy Dan and Dawn. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you're offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. <coughs> Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Here we are in Studio B, which is what I call this particular room of the house, uh, when the microphone is set up for this kind of sound quality. <laughs> Otherwise, it's called the dining room. <laughs> it is often called the dining room. We do have the opportunity to create our podcast studio at the space fairly soon. Yay. By the way, podcast listeners, you might be the first to find out. The uh, space, the Columbus space, which you've heard us talk about for a while now, it is the a physical home of where Dan and Don do a lot of things like teach classes, our home base here in Columbus, as well as throw dungeon parties. You can actually go now. The grand opening party is officially scheduled for July 2nd, 1999. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Let's call it 2016, 2016 instead. Do you know what 1999 is? That is the a song by Prince. And the year we moved in together. Is it? Yeah. In like August. That was a while ago. <laughs> it was a long Very time cool. ago. So head over to ColumbusSpace.com if you want to come meet us in person and play with us. We'll Ooh. be there playing all night long. Nice. There's actually working a... and playing. Yes. And yes. working <laughs> and playing. We will definitely try to fit in some time to play though. We deserve it. Absolutely. So uh, that's going on. We have an interview coming up with Miss Brenda and Arcane about a new event that is happening at the space on July 8th. It's called Enclave. It's a femdom-focused event. It's a three-day event specifically targeting femdoms and their dynamic. Nice. Sounds like it would be pretty amazing, and I could probably sneak in easier than you could. You don't have to sneak in, is my understanding. You are already submissive. You can go. As long long as I understand that the classes are about having a femdom. Mm -hmm. So, which I have a male dom, so. And there's some differences, so it'd be kind of. I, on the other hand, as we find out (laughs) in the podcast, will not be sneaking in. So, no, no, no. But it's kind of neat, because they explain why they are putting together that femdom space. So, it makes sense. And we're going to talk about, we have a question of the day that focuses on uh, personal growth. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is not so much, and this is from that power exchange dynamic, where as the leader in that dynamic, I have pushed you and Bat and everybody else who's ever been under my collar towards some self-exploration, towards some growth, towards some goal-seeking, so Absolutely. that you are a different person than when you started the journey with me. Mm-hmm. And our question of the day talks about that and are, is the idea that when you came to me, when a slave comes to a, a dominant or a master, they're broken and they're being fixed mm. or are they being pushed? Ooh, I like that look on your face. <laughs> or are they being pushed to grow? Say, did you see my scrunchy look? Mm-hmm. I don't like to think of people as broken. I, I did mean, see your scrunchy Sometimes look. we are, but I don't, I don't like to think of that or as that being the reason we come to MS. Right, not why we come to MS. We come to MS because it's fun and exciting. Mm-hmm. And, but part of a master's role is to 
in the way I do things, push a slave submissive. Now, we'll get into that in just a moment. First, I want to talk about this box that's sitting over there in our studio. <laughs> it's in the, I saw that box when I came home this morning after painting at the space till 1 a.m. It's, it's a very nondescript little box, isn't it, it? It has your name on it, so I didn't, <clears throat> didn't open it. Uh, now, here's a funny story. It actually does not have my name on it. If it does, I don't know where it's at. Oh, I assumed it. And it's a handwritten address. What yes. happened? Uh, I don't know why that is, but Karen thought it might be one of her boxes, so she opened it up. <laughs> and wasn't she surprised? <laughs> yes. So the box is... So we were reached... We were contacted by a company called Unbound, and they said we would like to sell sex toys and we would like your help doing it. Now, you and I are, are contacted fairly often about people that want to sell sex toys through Erotic Awakening. And our only stipulation is it has to be something that we would actually use. Right. And therefore, we turn down a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's this particular retailer that we turn down quite often. They contact uh, us, like, what, every couple of months? Every, every six couple months? of months. Yeah. Just because it's not stuff that we would use. There's nothing right. wrong with it. Plenty of people enjoy that particular brand. We don't like that brand. So, and when we were reached, contacted by this group, which is called Unbound, we were like, yeah, whatever. And they said, no, no, we want to sell Erotic Awakening toys. And we're like, well, we don't have toys. And they said, well, what would you recommend? We've heard your podcast, and you say, hey, we're new to the lifestyle, and you recommend, here's some stuff you can go get. What if we put that stuff together in a box so that people could just buy it as a little starter kit. Oh, neat. Really neat idea. So we're a little intrigued by that idea. The mm -hmm. more we talked, and here's the neat bit about it. They said, here's the five things that we think you should include in your box. And we said, and they gave us the opportunity to say no. This The Erotic Awakening box. First off, the Erotic Awakening box, you got to have Kingstarter cards in there. Right. How are new people, or how are people, even if they've been around for a while, how are they going to get their kink on unless they have some skill, some tools to play with to negotiate. So start mm -hmm. off with a deck of Kingstarter cards and they'll say, okay, fine. Like, wow, really? We can, well, how about this? How about that? And they're like, yeah, that, sure. If that's what you think goes in the Erotic Awakening box, put it in there. Nice. So really neat opportunity for people listening to the podcast and fans of, the, of what you and I do mm -hmm. to buy some sex toys and some kink toys. And at the same time, you, you, you know, it's stuff that you and I curated Right. And it, by the way, side note, no bullshit here, you and I will actually make a dollar off of every box or something like that as well. That allows us to put money Ooh, back into the podcast. Into the podcast, or nice. If I can take ourselves out for dinner, is another. If you guys enjoy the podcast, you say, gosh, if you lived local and you said, man, I enjoy the podcast, I would take you guys out for dinner for putting out 400 episodes. Great, do it. If you don't live local, go buy a box. And mm -hmm. if 10 of you buy a box, that'll be enough for me to go out for dinner. Hey, what about me? Well, we don't have that many <laughs> listeners. I don't know. But. So let's actually... So this is... You haven't actually seen I have box. not seen this, no. So I'm going to hop right. up and start taking a look. Hence why we're in the mobile studio. We right. can move around. So I have actually snuck through here a little bit. <laughs> so we keep in mind this is an audio podcast. Oh. Hey, maybe we can put something on our YouTube channel as well to show people what it is. But oh, this is the audio version. Ta-da. Here's what people look would at see. This. Okay, so they get in here. So this is a nice, it's a nice heavy box. Nondescript. Does not right? say sex toys outside. It, it does not. It's just a white box. And then it's got our postcards in there. Awesome. So it's got 
the space and power exchange summit and yeah, but I get to the toys. But no, so they're talking about the ribbon. Is yeah. that, look at that pretty black ribbon. Oh my god, look at that. That actually says erotic awakening. I'm actually gonna take that with us to Texas. Do you have a way to take a picture of this? Um don't so, no. You know Technology what? today. I wish oh, cameras I were always at hand. Oh, you oh wait, do. here it is. Okay. So because I want to see it before we unwrap it because Look at that. That yeah. is just really pretty. So, okay, so we're okay with me opening it? Because yeah. it's really pretty. I'm going to take that ribbon down to, to Skynet and Are you? Darius. So, if we're going to YouTube it, we should show it on there, too, or take some sort of picture. But, okay, so it's a pretty black box. What would you say? 10 by 10? Probably a 10 by 10 box. It's got pretty... It's, it's just pretty. Oh, sorry, I'm in a girly <laughs> mode, so it's just all pretty. Ooh, that's in a bag. There's hold our that. Kickstarter so, cards. Yeah, so there's a deck of Kickstarter cards in there. Mm-hmm. So you got the Kickstarter cards. You've got, what is the, oh, okay, arousal gel. Now, <gasps> Ginger arousal gel. Yeah. So, Why do I have this feeling? Ginger is usually. <laughs> yes, ginger is usually not an arousal gel sort of thing. So I'm taking it out of its little tube here. Fresh ginger. Oh, spray. Likey. Lychee, not likey. And no, it is not a spray. It's Let a me see gel. Your... It says gel excitant. <laughs> Ooh, where are you putting that? So I'm going to pull your shirt up. By the way, yes. you are wearing a nightdress and nothing else. So we're going to put I some, know. Of this, so, some on the nipple. Uh, Mr. Nipple. A little dollop is all it takes. And we'll let that do its thing while we go through the rest of the box. Ooh. <laughs> Hi. So they recommend that for the nipple or the clit. Awesome, awesome. It's a little tingly. Oh, hi. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. So we have the arousal gel. Okay, I'll let you know when it kicks in. So cool. And then we have um, bondage tape. So the bondage tape is actually a, a Kink Lab product. And if you've been around the community for a while, you're familiar with Kink Lab. Uh, yeah, and the reason. Of their things. And they were saying, well, do you think your uh, people would like rope? And I said, no, no, no. You do not want to associate the. Uh, erotic way with rope, rope, or at least not Dan, Dan's <laughs> rope skill. But bondage tape is a great way to do bondage and um, without having to worry about being a shibari master and learn a bunch of rope stuff. So the tape is exactly, it does the same thing, and we've had this before. Oh, that was like one of the first things we ever bought when we got kinky, so it's so easy to use. Yeah. It um, tapes to itself. So, but it doesn't stick to skin, mm -hmm. so it's really, really kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, it's um, very, it's kind of like if you think of uh, saran wrap, but kind it's of, a uh, little hot thicker and, though. Yes, yeah, yeah. thicker and it's kinkier. So we've got our Kingstarter cards, we've got our arousal gel, we have some bondage tape. So here's what we're going to do. I will um, use the bondage tape to um, tie you down. And then put the arousal gel on your clit, and then... And you can use bondage tape, like, around even my face if you want to, because it doesn't stick to hair and stuff. Oh. You can even use it as a blindfold if you wanted to. Absolutely. And it's easy to get out of. It just unpeels from itself, kind of like, um... I'm trying to think of what sticks to itself that would be like that. Like saran wrap, I guess. Ooh, and what's in the bag? And then the... Once you're all bondaged up and you got the arousal gel going, the Intro 2 Clit Vibrator... Now, Ooh. this is a, um, it's in a variety of language. Dual motor clitoral vibrator. That looks cute. How do I... It is a cute little relax. We'll get to it. <laughs> How do I get to it? How do I get to it? It's made with uh, very good 
packing tape so you can't accidentally open the box. Now the idea of this one, by the way, this is a, uh, I looked this up online. If you head over to adamandeve.com and look for the intro too, you will see that it is retailing at the $59. Wow, it's cute. It is, how big would you say that it is? That's about... That's about uh, six inches long. So, and it's, it's got like a double prong on it. And the, oh, the, what is it made out of? Silicone? Because that feels awesome. So I can't tell without getting into uh, all of this uh, body safe. If you're thinking about your... Oh, it's approved silicone. It's body safe approved silicone. If you're thinking you want to give up on listening to this episode, I'm about to put this vibrator on, Don. So hold on a moment. <clears throat> okay. That clicks there and... How many settings did you say? Four, five, six, seven, nice. eight. Hey, I see you've got your leg already hitched I up. I do. I'm ready for this. Oh my. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Okay, I'm liking that. I, ha I have a new toy. <laughs> well, now it's all dirty. Aw, that's not dirty. That's juicy. <laughs> <laughs> so, and it comes with this nice bag where you can put all your stuff in to keep it together. Nice. So that is the new Unbound Erotic Awakening I, Unbound that's box. That's kind of neat. If they could see how this was designed, it almost looks like a dude wearing a pair of pants. Right? I can see where you're sitting. So it looks like a lower half of a body, which means the clit can go right here between the legs of the toy. That's that's awesome. <laughs> okay. I, I wonder if we can get away with putting this on the plane for tonight. Good point. <laughs> the um, So there you go. Head over to box.eroticawakening.com, and you'll see what we've been talking about. The box is 65 bucks for all that stuff. That's the $59... Vibrator, the $20 Kingstarter deck, plus the bondage tape, plus the arousal gel, plus the bag that it all goes in. And the pretty box. And what's going to happen is each quarter, Dawn and I are going to go through and pick new stuff to go in the box. So you can subscribe and every quarter get another box of kinky stuff like that. I kind of like that idea. We do that with a couple of different gift ideas for people. So we've done it with, uh, with dog toys. What is it? Uh... I don't want to say their names on online, but you can do it with snack foods. You can do it with all oh, kinds right, of right, stuff. Oh, right, right, right. You get the subscription and, box thing. Right, right. The subscription boxes. That's what this is, and it's uh, but it's once a quarter right. instead of once a month. So, which is awesome. So again, uh, that's box.eroticwickening.com. Go check it out. See if you uh, see if it's something that people would dig. And again, um, help support the podcast. And in this case, we're help support Dan and Don specifically. And nice. uh, we got a new damn vibrator out of it. Woohoo! So there you go. I'm liking it. All right, let's talk about the question of the day. We uh, mentioned that earlier. The question of the day is what? It's this. Um, it really was a two-part question. We're going to get into this part. Our anonymous writer says, um, how do you encourage Dawn or how do I encourage my submissive or slave to explore their self without them feeling like something is wrong. And this is what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So how do I tell or show them that the self-discovery and growth is important and something I want for them, not from them? So the background, again, as we talked about earlier, whenever I bring a new slave or a new submissive into the house, again, we're talking 24-7 power exchange. We're not right. talking about a new play partner. A new play partner, I don't 
push them for personal growth. I right. push them to see what their bounds are within play, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Um, and I think that's very attractive to some people. I have... Being pushed for growth? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And really, if you think about it, our book, Sex Stories and Power Exchange, is about... Part of it is about the opportunity for a capital letter type to push a lowercase letter in, but in, in sexual exploration. Right, right. Assuming that's what they want. Right. Which is, I did. Yes. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> but the rest of the story is, you know, how I, and for you and I, I pushed you to become a clergy. I pushed you to... Um, Not that that's in the sex storybook. No, no. (laughs) But it was something that you came to the table that you in your heart already wanted. You Mm -hmm. just didn't have the either the courage or the confidence. confidence More of the confidence, yeah. To to push yourself to do that. So becoming a clergy, um, there was some baggage from your past Mm -hmm. that you knew was holding you back, but you didn't have the confidence, the courage, the energy, whatever it was. To get on there and face that and build a foundation to grow from that. Right. Um, it's really neat when you have someone that knows, can see what they want to become and you can help them get there. Well, you're literally the outside observer. Mm-hmm. So you can see what it is we want to become without having the same baggage attached to it. Right. You know what I mean? So, like right now, I'm learning how to become my own observer to see what I want to do and push myself. But at the beginning, it was neat to have someone on the outside looking and and not having the same anchors, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, holding holding you back sort of thing. Yeah, it's hard to describe. So, but absolutely, I loved loved being pushed in that. Right. So how do you how do you do it? I mean, I don't know how you do it. I'm I'm not a dominant or a master. How do well, you figure out what to push or how to push? Or but even more importantly, you know, see, here's the, the the actual question though is how do I do that in such a way that they understand I don't view them as broken. I want them to grow, and I'm aligning their own desire to grow, and that's right. the the challenge. Is first off, you do it by, there's two phases, right? First off, it's lead by example. Right. One of the things that was attracting you to me in the very beginning is that I was picking myself up by my bootstrap, so to speak. I was growing and striving and doing the work to grow into the person that I wanted to become. Mm -hmm. So part one is you have to be willing to do the the work yourself. The master does, yes. Yeah. Lead that part, you lead by example. The other part of it, though, is that as you begin the relationship, at least the power exchange phase of the relationship, is you start off with that foundation of saying, you know, what do you want? What do you need? And I want, I, as a master, one of the things that I do is I push people to mm-hmm. grow, right? So I'm going to spend time and energy finding out who you are. And that's going to tell me who you want to be. And then I'm going to push you in that direction. And a lot of it just means I'm pushing you to push you in that direction, mm-hmm. right? I, if you told, like, for example, when you told me you, you revealed that you wanted to be a clergy, I didn't teach you how to be a clergy. Right. I just gave you enough confidence via and energy via simply telling you as my slave, giving you an order, go mm-hmm. explore the situation. 
a new health thing that you've got going on. I'm not telling you how to fix it, but I am telling you, go check out this particular, go talk to somebody about this particular thing. Right. Um, with another slave that I had, you know, she had a particular issue that was out of my realm. And, she, you know, she made it very clear. I would never go see, you know, um, I can't imagine myself ever being in long-term therapy. That's just not who I am. Right. right? I told her, I, okay, I don't care about that. I am telling you because you're my slave, you're going to go call this counselor. Mm-hmm. And that led to a single appointment with right. this counselor. And at that point, the order was complete. Right. But at that point, she picked up the uh, Bailey Waku to keep going <laughs> and right. continue to... Yes, I just did make up a word because I couldn't think of the real word. <laughs> Um, so the trick is if you start off, if the submissive of the slave, if the person you're trying to push towards personal growth looks in the mirror and is totally satisfied with who they are, mm-hmm. there's nothing to do. Right. You know, it has, it's, it has to be an internally driven thing on their part to start with. All you're doing, I like to think of it as this, right? You see yourself as this beautiful being. That has these qualities and these skills. But you're... Sorry, that's the way I see it. But you're covered in tar. You're covered in shit. Mm -hmm. My only job is to clear the shit away so that you can rise into that person, right? Uh, We have new shirts that say, all lotuses grow in mud. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the key to it, right? Is to say, look, I'm just going to give you a little path off the mud so that you can grow. And I'm going to, if you tell me I want to become a doctor, mm-hmm. then every once in a while I'm going to push you and say, did you sign up for so-and-so medical class? Right. Are you um, playing Farmville or are you studying <laughs> your books? Now people suddenly think this podcast is from 2013. <laughs> Farmville is a valid reference anymore. So. so for me, that's, you know, it's, it's. Starts with the understanding that the submissive, the lowercase letter, is wants that growth. Yeah. Right? Now, part of it is this just because I'm master. Here's the other side of it. I'm master. If you're in my collar, you've got to learn leather protocol. Right. I don't give a fuck whether you think that's important or not. It is important. You're going to learn to not be a cunt on Facebook or FetLife. Right. Because that's important. Whether you think so or not, you'll do it. Because it is important. And I know it's important. Mm-hmm. And you will know it's important, but you're gonna. But you may not start off by thinking you had some resistance to that at first. I, I, I did. I had some resistance, and, and right now I'm like, ooh, the conversation I had with Sheba last night. This kind of fits into that. But um, yeah, because when you're changing how I normally react to something, I do feel broken. And, and it's not that I feel broken; it's that I feel I'm not good enough. What is the way mm-hmm. I do things not good enough for you? Well, you know, sometimes they're not. <laughs> Because right. they're not the reflection of of who we are. You, that's not what you, you want that to be. So um, I've actually had to talk to a couple of um, past slaves that you've had. That they're like, what? Aren't I good enough? He's changing how I do this and how I do that. And it took me a long time to realize what you were doing, actually. Because at first I just obeyed. Mm-hmm. And then I'd be foot stompy. Why isn't it, it, what I do, isn't it good enough? And what I had to explain to them was that they saw, that you saw something shinier in them. Mm -hmm. And that at some point, 
you've also expressed that this is not how you want to behave towards people. He's mm-hmm. heard that, right? You know, I'm telling the slaves that. Mm-hmm. You've expressed this. And he's picked up on it. And because that aligns with what he wants from you anyway. <laughs> right. You know, this is what he's going to teach you. And this is what he's going to, um, these are the rules that he's going to give you. Sure. So just go with the flow. It's all good. You yeah. know, you're not broken. It's not that you're not good enough. It's that there's something shinier in there that can um, react to people a little more positively. Yeah. So because I, I come from a place that don't trust, that doesn't trust people. Mm-hmm. So you, and you know that I want to learn how to trust people and learn how to be more uh, soft, mm-hmm. I guess. Compassionate. So, compassionate, yeah. So um, but uh, so that's what you push me towards. So, And it's beneficial. Like I said, it's beneficial to both of us. Mm-hmm. But again, like, you know, it became, we have that core that that's somewhere. I, you can see that that person you're pushing wants to get there as mm-hmm. well. The nice thing is they'll leave if they don't, right? right. They'll, just, they'll just continue to resist and they're not, there's a reason they're in a power exchange relationship to start with. There's a reason that they have given you power. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and I, I, part of me is like, okay, let's stop talking about being nice and blah blah blah. What about the sex? You push me towards being slutty too. Mm-hmm. Is it because you want me to be slutty? No. Uh, well, yeah, yeah, you do. Yes, yes. I <laughs> but do. at some point, I've also expressed that interest. Yeah. Oh my God! If only I was more slutty. But I can't right. do this. I can't do that. And you know, you push me in a way that um, doesn't cause harm. And you've expressed that I'm not broken, and you've helped me build the confidence that I need to move forward, and all of that. So, being slutty is not something that you want for you. You want me to embrace it so that I can discover more stuff about me. Mm-hmm. So, and it's it's just all really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Part of it is simply, you know, I'm in charge, mm-hmm. and this is the way it's going to be. Um, and I will say that the neat thing is in our, my recent interview with Bat, you know, let's, it, at, when she was my slave, I said, here's this thing that you do. You're not doing that anymore. You're doing it this way instead. Mm-hmm. And because she was a, after a little resistance, a little bit of training, she was quite the good slave and she did it a hundred percent of the time. She did it that way that I instructed her to do it. Right. As she's no longer my slave, that same thing she now does about 90% of the time. So... I think that it was a value to her. Right. Now she does it because it benefits her, not because big, bad master says so <laughs> must do it that way. So there's the question of the day. I think that's, um, I think, you know, I come back to one of the, the core bits here is it is a power exchange relationship. You've given me power. I'm going to use it. Right. And in the meantime, you assure me that I'm not broken and I'm not um, uh, whatever other word that you want to use and that it is about me and my personal growth as well, and that it excites you when I go take this. I got one little further bit though. Okay. If you are in a fast food line, yes, and situation, you know, the person can't understand you on the microphone. Yes. Right? You actually tap into an old trigger of mine. So. And you respond <laughs> by saying, look, you stupid fucker. Mm-hmm. Can't your minimum wage ass figure out what a fucking hamburger is while your kids are in the car? Mm-hmm. Would you say that person who does that is broken? I the mean, we're being nice. at the microphone. The, no, person no, the, the, making, the person, yes. Talking like that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I had, yeah. 
So that is not how I responded that harshly, but it was pretty close yeah. and with the kids in the car. It was so, out of alignment with who you wanted to be. Absolutely. It was a trigger. It was not how I wanted to respond to people and kind of couldn't help it. It, it was a So trigger. we look at it and there's things where we say, oh, well, you're not broken. It's not that you're not good enough. I just want to show you no, another that way. that was broken. I had to go get yeah. that fixed. There's a, there's a very clear one where, the, you know, sometimes, it would, sometimes it's a hug, sometimes it's a kick in the ass. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are broken. You're not acting the way that is compassionate to other human beings, right. to your own children, or to yourself. Yeah, that when, needs to be When addressed. you've got your children going, no, not Taco Bell again. I don't want to go through line. Right. Yeah, something's broken. And luckily, I, um, luckily, you had me make an appointment with a counselor that I ended up finding in my method and actually went to her for 10 years. And she, yep. there's a way of rewiring, and she was able to re, rewire. That was amazing. So there is your long... Question of the day. I hope the person that wrote that in still listens to the podcast because yes, I thought that yes. Was, well, they did. Really and well. They wrote it in recently and said they actually wanted to hear our banter back and forth. So banter you got. Hopefully we yes. answered the question. Uh, really quickly though, before we move on to the enclave, the femdom intensive that we're going to hear about from Brenda and Arcane, I do want to mention that. Erotic Awakening is sponsored in part by KJ Canes, home of the original developer, d- d- developer designer, glow-in-the-dark, d- d- lights-up canes and other kinds of canes, which I couldn't even say. It's where art and pleasure comes together to meet and suit your unique style. They have the biggest selection of canes on the entire internet. And it's more than just canes. Check out the brand new KJCanes.com for a great selection of hand-poured, low-temp paraffin and soy wax candles, as well as all the basics such as gags, collars, fetish jewelry, nipple clamps, whips, floggers, paddles, vibes, and more. And EA listeners get 10% off of orders of $25 or more with the discount code DND16. Head over to KJ Canes and buy yourself some canes. Awesome. So there's actually, before we get into the interview, I do want to mention that um, we keep talking about my naughty list Mm -hmm. and what's on my naughty list. I actually posted that somewhere and I've gotten some replies on it. So we're going to have a podcast, maybe the next one, where we go over some of those and how some of those things are turning out and why I did that and and things like that. Have you done anything off the naughty list? Well, there was a couple I did before I posted it. Okay. Okay. And yeah, I did do one recently. Well, good. We'll talk about that on the next podcast. <laughs> I should warn you first of which one it is. <laughs> I don't take you by surprise. Are you going to post your naughty list on the newsletter? <gasps> I don't know about that. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> if you do, we have a variety of new subscribers to the newsletter, which will be internationally reading about your naughty list. Awesome. So we have Tag from Perth, Australia. Bacchus from Pennsylvania. Katie Nightshade from Atlanta, Georgia. Jerry from Las Vegas. And Alina from British Columbia, Canada. All new subscribers to the Happens on Occasion newsletter. We missed May, but that's because we had Power Exchange Summit. So it is on my list to get June done. I don't think people really care about getting the newsletter. I think they just like hearing themselves on the podcast. That oh, I'm good with that. I that's am too. Okay. that, you know. So... Subscribe, hear the shout-outs, and then dump it. What do we care? Exactly. So I'm getting ready to pack for we are going to Dallas in a few hours. Absolutely. If you are listening to this podcast, then it's probably in the past already that this has happened, or it's happening right now. This feels now like some kind of a scene from Spaceballs. (laughs) When's now? Now is now, but that was the past. I can't do that scene. Go watch Spaceballs. You'll get that. And (laughs) we should mention that... um, 
If you want to get a hold of us and tell us your question of the day, ask questions about the new Unbound Erotic Awakening box, or just tell me why you have gotten this far in the podcast, <laughs> past that big long pause that came out of nowhere, you can get a hold of us at Dan and Dawn at eroticawakening.com. So, or head over to FetLife. A lot of people like to write us on FetLife. Go to the Erotic Awakening group. It's two words. Look for the owners, and that is me and Dan. Or you can find us on the voicemail, 614-414-2072, international dialing code 1. <laughs> awesome. Other ways to contact us as well as where we will be presenting past podcast episodes, link to the newsletter, and other stuff can be found at www.eroticawakening.com. You know what we used to say all the time? And I can't even see it on this list anymore. What? We used to say, what a bargain. Yes. We should have done that with the oh, Unbound box. We should have, yes. What a bargain. That would have been good. <laughs> we also wanted to say, um, Don, did you know that the dildo-shaped microphones podcast has more listeners than the Erotic Awakening podcast? Are you serious? Head no, over to iTunes to and rate. <laughs> Head over to iTunes and rate us with five big yummy stars. Tweet about us or like us on Facebook or just tell your friends. Awesome! Tell your friends. I never heard of that. Yeah. So, Dawn, there's a variety of things happening here at the space, but our first big event is one that you and I are not allowed to go to. How's that happen? I don't know how that happens, but that's the way it is. Okay. The problem. Or the solution, depending on your point of view, is that this event is for femdoms mm -hmm. and male submissives. And I don't know if that's true or not, but fortunately for us, we have Miss Brenda and Arcane with us tonight. They're actually running this event called, Un what's it called? Enclave. Enclave. And am I correct that that's, what is the theme for Enclave? Well, you're half correct there. Um, it is for female dominance but it is for any gender of submissive, ah. as long as um, they are with a female dominant. Okay, or so, they can come alone. Well, they can come alone, but they have to be oriented towards a female dominant. So let me look at that for a moment. So uh, submissives of any gender can come alone? Yes. And dominants of any gender can come alone? Dominance of the female ah. gender preferred. See, He's trying to, to get in, in the door. <laughs> a, a male dominant may show up, but there really isn't going to be much there to keep their interest. So why is it important to have an event that focuses on femdoms? Um, if you take the name of the event, Enclave, uh, the way we arrived at that is for many female dominants, especially those with male submissives, but for many female dominants in general within the community, um, they feel sort of isolated, even though they're a part of a community, because they're not as widely accepted or as, re as widely represented. Represented, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah that, that's the basis of it, is that it is a minority out there within mm -hmm. the community. And we just wanted to create a space where they could all join together and share their experiences um, in an environment where they'd feel comfortable. Uh, not all of them feel comfortable going out into the pansexual community sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, even though they may be accepted by the, by the communities, um, they maybe don't feel like they're understood as well when they're not among people that have the own, their own um, type of relationship. Okay, fair enough. And some have legitimately expressed discomfort um, 
because they feel like they're being judged when they're in mixed company. And I think that's largely a matter of confidence once they get out and see what kind of a community they have and how they're accepted. But when they're first getting into it, they're still kind of, what's the word I'm after, self-conscious? Yeah, yeah, probably so, more self-conscious than actual. Was that your experience, Miss Brenda, as you gotten Um, For the most part, I've really felt accepted anywhere I've been. Uh, the air is different. The, the atmosphere is different when I'm in a, a event that's just involving female dominance. Mm -hmm. um, ah. Yeah, this feels like a, for me, a more powerful situation that I'm in okay. than when I'm out in the general community. Oh, very cool, very cool. So what's happening at Enclave? Well, we are starting out our Friday night with just an evening social, basically a meet and greet, give everybody a chance to get to talk to each other and uh, uh, learn where everybody's from and what they're interested in. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, so our registration is going to open up at 6 o'clock on Friday night. Mm -hmm. um, then uh, we'll have the dungeon opening up about quarter after 8, 8.30. And we have an interesting thing going on at our dungeon this year, and it is called the Exploratorium. And it's a place where either new submissives or even new dominants can come and try out different things. We're going oh. to have areas where they can try fire play, um, areas where they can try flogging. Uh, we'll have people that will be manning the stations to give them a, a little bit of a, a chance to try different things. Mm -hmm. um, so that's open to any female dominants that want to try out something. Uh, we'll have a few male submissives on hand, and we'll have several female dominants um, to show the ropes to some male submissives that maybe want to try things out, Great. or female submissives. And, and I, I just want to be fair, because we didn't actually come up with that idea on our own. Um, Femmes United was discussing it at a munch when I was putting this event together before presenting it to her, and I said, hey, I've got this great idea, and Tony was all behind that. Super. Yeah. And then uh, Saturday, we're going to start out with classes. Uh, we've got a really great uh, class of presenters coming in uh, from all over the country. We've got. Now, I'm really curious what kind of classes. Now, you guys have been presenting at PXS the last two years. What kind of classes would we see at Enclave that a normal or a non-femdom-specific event wouldn't necessarily have? What kind of classes do you target femdom clay cbt for one okay and moving on from that topic <laughs> <laughs> no that's a great example sure C cbt is an obvious one uh, uh strap on play strap on play okay. which could arguably be for more poly groups too um also rope uh bondage especially for male bottoms Okay. Which will include some some elements of CBT. Um, I believe she actually uh, is going to be teaching a harness technique for um, ED to make. Oh, it, really? Yeah. Neat. Very cool. So we have classes during the day on Saturday. Then Saturday night, I bet there's another dungeon party. Well, for our break between our classes on Saturday, we've got sort of a special event. We are having an afternoon tea, oh. uh, which you don't normally see at an event. But uh, we wanted to do something special for all the ladies. So we're having an afternoon tea, uh, complete with uh, food service and tea service. And uh, we'll have a guest speaker, uh, Miss Kendra and Slave Garrett from oh, Indianapolis fantastic. are nice. going to be our That'd keynote awesome. speakers. Great. And uh, then we'll go back to a few more classes. And then 
that night we're having our big dungeon party. Um, we'll have the Exploratorium open again for two hours, and then the rest of the, the night we'll have a dungeon party. And then do you guys continue into Sunday, or are you wrapping it up after the uh, We're Saturday wrapping it up about 2 o'clock on uh, uh, Sunday morning. Okay. So. Very cool. So what kind of reaction have you gotten so far about just the, this? Have you, uh, two questions, actually. So far, what kind of reaction have you gotten? And have you gotten any negative reaction? Have you gotten any male doms reaching out and say, Wow, how dare you dequalify me because of my gender thing? We have not gotten any negative feedback That's whatsoever wonderful. yet. So, right. yeah, I'm very pleased about that. Um, and on the positive note, uh, we are about 20% over our projected uh, goal oh, that great. we were really hoping to hit. So, Good. yeah, we've been uh, pleased with the ticket sales. As a it's matter of fact, we've only got about 20 tickets left before we're at capacity. Fantastic. Well, then that leads to this very important question. If I want to get one of those 20 tickets, where do I go? EnclaveEvent.com. Is that one word, Enclave Event? Enclave Event is one word. Okay, yes. great. And Enclave is spelled E-N-C-L-A-V-E. Now I'm writing down what a normal, what I think that this weekend event is going to cost in my head. How much is the, how much are tickets for the Enclave Event? Oh, no, I want to hear your estimate first. I would guess $60. Oh, close, $69. Oh, see? I like the number better. 69 <laughs> works very well. Yes, absolutely. So that's... Um, for everything Friday, that's the, for the dungeon party, Friday night, Saturday night, and all the classes on Saturday, and the afternoon tea, and the exploratorium. Yes, right. the social with beverages and snacks um, on Friday night, and the tea with uh, luncheon was all included in that price. That's nice. fantastic. I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that people are responding well. I think it's going to do fantastic. And, of course, we're very happy to have you guys here at holding the, the event at the space. Mm -hmm. uh, one more question, then, if you don't mind. Okay. <laughs> Can I... If I act good and act submissive, can I? Never mind. It's not a legitimate question. I don't question, think you can. <laughs> no, I don't know. Thank you very much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Don. Bye, Dan.